Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you uplifting grief support and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 128, Believing in Yourself. Okay, first I have a question for you. Are you getting my emails? If not, be sure to go to buildalifeafterloss.com and put your email in because every week I send you fun gems that will uplift your day and I make announcements there also that sometimes you don't even hear about here. So if you haven't done that, pause the audio and do that now. I have some pretty exciting things coming up, including free webinars, and I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss anything. So do that now, then come right back because I'm going to be sharing seven questions that will help you build self-belief. And at the end, I have a special giveaway. But right now, go to buildalifeafterloss.com and add your email to the mailing list, and then I'll see you back here. Welcome back. All right. I wanted to tell you about an experience I had a couple of months ago. Now, I want you to know that for most of my life, I have felt awkward, inadequate, uh, all those things that kind of just go along with living in a society that has these ideas, the way that we should look, the way we should act. And, and then we're trying to fit ourselves into a mold that sometimes we don't fit into easily. But I, a couple of months ago, I went to a photo shoot. I needed new photos for my website for other places. And you can see those. Maybe you, maybe you did. Maybe you just got back from buildalifeafterloss.com. And so you saw some of my updated photos there. But what was interesting was at the end of this photo shoot, which was super fun, by the way, the photographer was just fun. She was, she was chatty and was interested in what I was doing. And I was interested in what she was doing. So we were just having a good time. And Afterwards, she said to me, not once did I hear you complain about yourself, the way you look, etc." And I was blown away. I was like, wow, I've changed because that certainly has not been my experience in the past. And I share that with you because we're all capable of that change. We're all capable of rebuilding ourselves and loving ourselves and and feeling good about ourselves and in what we look like, what we experience, how we do life. And those are defining moments when we realize, when you realize how much you've changed, that's a defining moment. And, and when you're experiencing grief, the changes that you're feeling are uncomfortable. I read Lynn Christian wrote, believing in yourself means having faith in your own capabilities. It means believing that you can do something, that it is within your ability. When you believe in yourself, you can overcome self-doubt and have the confidence to take action and get things done. Now, when you hear that description that she gave, what do you think? For me, so much of that self-belief, the bit of self-belief that I had before tragedy struck, before difficulties, before losses, just felt like they were gone when I was in pain. 
I just felt this inability. I felt an inability. I felt incapable. I felt incapable of action. I felt incapable of getting things done. And if that's been your experience, know that that is, is normal. Grief changed me in significant and painful ways. I became hesitant, unsure, fearful, depressed, discouraged, unhappy. I felt inadequate, insignificant, helpless, and confused. And it was costing me. All those negative emotions were costing me. They were costing me in my relationships. They were costing me in my sanity. They were costing costing me in my creativity, in the space in my brain, in self-esteem, in self-worth, in health. And every way, all that negativity that I felt because of my loss that I pointed towards myself was costing me. And that's what grief tends to do to you. It's crushing and it shatters you. And whatever you thought you knew about yourself and whatever you thought you knew about life, you're not sure about anymore. You're not sure about any of it. That was my experience too. Grief puts a cloud over everything. Your vision is dimmed and it's askew. It's like you have have to bring your life back into clarity again. And even if life seemed good and clear before, even if you felt like you had the world by the tail and you were succeeding in relationships, career, health, etc., grief can make you very unsure. You may feel off balance. You may feel like you don't even know what you want in life. This is all normal. It doesn't feel good, but it's normal. So how do you start to rebuild your self-confidence? How do you start to rebuild your belief in yourself after loss? I have seven questions I'm going to offer you here that I want you to think about, to ponder, to think about how you can apply these seven questions to help you to rebuild yourself. A lot of what happens in grief is that We have these heavy emotions, which are completely normal, but we turn those emotions towards ourselves. We have fear and we turn that towards ourselves. And we, we start to think that the fear, the anxiety, the, the depression, the, the hesitation, the discouragement, the unhappiness, we start to think all of those things are who we are. And that's where the problem is. It's not who we are. You are made perfect. You are whole. You always have been. It's just that you're experiencing emotional pain. So let me, let me dig into these questions. So number one, what can you do? Remember what I read at the beginning here that Lynn said, Believing in yourself means having faith in your own capabilities. Your capabilities change in grief. So focus now on what you can do. Today I got up and I got dressed. These are examples. Today I did my first presentation after my loss. I remember that day myself when I, because I was used to doing presentations and, 
And I remember that first presentation I did. And I remember how, how nervous I was and how unsure I felt and how shaky I felt where before I had, had felt totally comfortable doing presentations, but then it felt different, but focus on what you can do. Don't focus on comparing yourself with who you were before. It's totally okay to be different and to be who you are now. So examples, again, focus on what you can do. Examples are today I got up and I got dressed. Today I did my first presentation. Today I was able to go to work and get some work done and focus a little bit. This is about rebuilding belief in yourself now. Focus on what you can do. So question number one, what can you do? Number two, what did you do well today? What did you do well today? Give yourself credit. So remember number one, what can you do? Today I got up and I got dressed. Question number two, what did you do well today? Celebrate, give yourself credit for those things that you can do. Give yourself credit for getting up and getting dressed. Give yourself credit for doing your first presentation. Give yourself credit for going to work and getting some work done. Give yourself credit for being there for your kids, for fixing breakfast or dinner or whatever it is. Number three, what do I want? Allow yourself to be okay with not knowing what you want. Now that sounds counterintuitive to what I just said, but number three is, what do I want? It's allowing yourself to brainstorm, to explore, to be curious, to ask the question and to be okay if you're not sure right now what you want, but allowing yourself to explore the question, what do I want? Jot some things down. What do I want? Jot those things down. Number three, what do I feel? Be aware of yourself. Connect with yourself by being aware of what you're feeling. Be more specific about those feelings. Be careful about frustrations. Sometimes we don't know and it can be so frustrating when we don't know. We have questions we don't have answers to. We don't know what we want. That causes frustration. Frustration will just shut it all down. But be aware of your feelings. What do I feel? Number five, what looks interesting? Be okay with shifting and exploring new ideas and interests. When I went through my losses, I didn't want to go back to what I was doing before. And it's okay if you don't want to return to old hobbies or old work habits or whatever. But think in terms of what looks interesting as far as hobbies, work, interests, volunteering. Change happens with major change in our life. And it's okay to shift and change but start paying attention to what does look interesting. Number six, what do you enjoy? In grief, sometimes we shut down enjoyment. Sometimes we don't even allow ourselves to enjoy things. Allow yourself to enjoy things and then pay attention. What do you enjoy? 
Number seven, what's possible? What's possible? What healing is possible? It's possible I could have fun trying this new thing. It's possible I could enjoy this new hobby. It's possible that I could feel better tomorrow. It's possible that I could rebuild my self-confidence. Open yourself up to all kinds of possibility. It's all about reconnecting with yourself. Do something you enjoy. Reconnect you to you. Take five minutes every day and do something you enjoy. Get reconnected. That's the beginning of believing in you again. You have an opportunity to build yourself a new belief in yourself. Remember, you're doing something hard. Grief is hard and you're doing it every day. And every day you're showing up for yourself. And that's amazing. Everything changes when you believe in yourself. Believe in your ability to go through your grief, to travel through the pain, and to find yourself in the process and to find healing on the other side. I wanted to share with you a quote from a book called The God Seed. It's really quite interesting. It's called The God Seed, Probing the Mystery of Spiritual Development. But I find it fascinating that this was what I just read last night. After I prepared my notes for this podcast, I read this section of the book. And she talks about how we come as perfect little human beings, you know, as little babies, we're just so perfect. We, we, and, and nothing has changed. We are still just as wonderful and worthy and beautiful a human as the baby. But we take on all these thoughts and feelings that we absorb from, from society. But Catherine Thomas, who wrote the book, this is what she wrote about as we develop in this world, as we come into this world innocent. And for most of us, she said, and here's the quote, quote, for most of us, the thing that suffers most is our appreciation of our own self. It seems as though most of us suffer here from some version of not being good enough to one degree or another. Some people shape their whole life out of that perception. This feeling of self-doubt becomes the lens by which we see and hear everything that happens in our life, distorting many important truths while causing us to do many artificial things, to be untrue to ourself, to try to manage our image in others' eyes, to do things that aren't right for us, to doubt love when it is genuinely offered, to keep others at a distance, to devalue our own unique contributions, to shrink back when stepping forward would make a difference. This darkened view of our self limits our experience of joy and freedom to be and do in this life. We disempower ourselves, but it is all coming from one source, our own thinking. We are the ones who deny ourselves permission to find ourselves worthwhile, lovable, capable creators of a powerful life. 
All right, I want you to hear that last line again. We are the ones who deny ourselves permission to find ourselves worthwhile, lovable, capable creators of a powerful life. You can believe in yourself, but it starts with your thinking. Just like devaluing ourselves starts with our thinking, valuing ourselves, believing in ourselves starts with our thinking. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You are worthy of healing. You are worthy of getting through the pain and living a wonderful life. Did you gain something from being here today? If so, will you share what you gained? Will you leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast and tell us what you thought, what your thoughts were, what you learned, what you're taking away? By doing that, you are helping to spread hope. And I thank you for that. And to show my appreciation, now through the end of May, I'm going to draw three names from those who leave a review, and I'll send you a signed copy of my book. And if you already have the book, you let me know what book you'd like, and I'll send you a copy of that book. But I, I would really appreciate it, and it will spread hope if you will leave us a five-star rating and review. That would be awesome. And a reminder that I will be drawing three names at the end of May. So do that now. One more thing. Who do you know that needs to hear a message of encouragement? Will you send them a link to this episode or share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram? I know your friends will thank you. And be sure to tag us if you share on Facebook or Instagram, tag us so we can say thank you too. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.